What's up, party people? It's Matt Johnson. We're back again with the latest episode of Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. And if you enjoy your freedom and want to maximize it and get more of it, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking a little bit about personal growth, uh, personal rituals and routines, and we might get into some uh, ultimate smoothie recipes. Justin Zimmerman is back. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. This is going to be a really fun episode because it's a, it's a topic that we're all really passionate about, which is personal growth and personal development. We'll bring him in in a hot second. But first of all, the king of personal growth himself, the ever-growing man-child, my co-pilot, as always, Greg McDaniel. What's up today? <laughs> ever-growing man-child. Oh, I swear, I said, that rolled right off the tip of my tongue so naturally, so easily. It may be your new nickname. I think you've just been looking for a way to ridicule me in public, and I think you found your your platform, you jerk. It's okay, man. I'm comfortable. I don't give a fuck what you think. Um, but no, I, I uh, Justin's uh, mom and my mom uh, both evidently shop at the same stores, because if you can't hear us, we're both wearing Red X gray hats with red t-shirts. Second time we've done this, actually. Last time we were on, I was on doing some stuff with him and, and Red X, and we wore literally the exact same gear. It was awesome. But we're glad to have back Gene, the bald ninja Volpe. Uh, what up, y'all? He uh, he did not think it was cool enough to hang with us last Friday, so he graces us with his presence again. So glad to have you, my friend. Listen, when you're as important as me, sometimes your boys rank fifth and sixth. That's where you were last week. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I missed don't... you guys, man. I missed you. Oh man, that's I'm funny. just gonna I'm just gonna cut his feed. How do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Zimmerman from Red X, our guest of the hour, dude. What's up, home cheeser? You're back again. You're gonna drop some knowledge bombs. You're gonna even go a little Betty Crocker on us and show us some recipes. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here with you guys. I'm fortunate enough to uh, have my work also be fun and get to. Talk about great ideas, my personal life, Red X, prospecting, all sorts of good stuff for you guys today. Right. All right. Let's uh, let's start with this because the one of the things that you wanted to talk about that caught my eye that I think might be a good place to start is excuses. What do you think? Um, sure. I want to talk about just something up at the top for like five or six minutes and something small, something tactical that people can walk away with. So define for us, what do you consider excuse excuses? Okay, excuse, excuses. Uh, I got to give a quick little story about them so it makes sense because otherwise, um, you know, there's just going to be a bunch of talking points here. Uh, so excuse, excuses. Um, I, whether it's prospecting, whether it's writing, whether it's running, whatever it is, I think there's the thing we know we need to do, should do, have to do that's going, that's part of our path towards greatness, excellence, wealth, happiness, whatever it is, and the mm -hmm. path along the way is full of uh, mental traps that your mind puts you in. And so uh, my version of excuse excuses or where I came up with excuses excuses were is um, I started running about 100, uh, I'm looking at the number here. Uh, I'm on day 213 of consistent 5Ks a day. And uh, there's a whole story behind that we can get into later. I put down close to 800 miles. And why did I do that? Again, another story. But along the way, what I realized is that my mind, especially in the beginning, started coming up with all the reasons why I shouldn't camp. Too cold. We're moving today. Uh, my foot hurts. Uh, it's late in the morning. It's early in the morning. It's late <laughs> in the day. I'm tired. My girlfriend needs me with, right, just keep going. Your mind's like, all right. of these reasons, all of these reasons, right? I've got a flight 
uh, at 6 a.m., which means I need to get up at 4 a.m., right? I don't know the route. It just, it just your mind's going to create all these reasons why based on uncertainty or ease, right? One of those two points. And so excuse excuses for me is kind of like, um, again, goes back to the story that you can ask me about in a second is why I, I started all this is uh, I also heard Dave Goggins, those familiar with his story, Navy SEAL guy, uh, super blow, blew up on the scene with running, uh, mm -hmm. you know, super, super inspiring person in, in a lot of ways. And he talked about his cookie jar. And so I heard him talking about that. And I'm like, well, that sounds a lot like my excuse excuses. And so for him or for me, whatever you want to call it, um, I started realizing the more excuse excuses I accumulated, meaning the more times I put myself into the sense of adversity and ran what it was. 10 degrees out or ran when it was 4 a.m. or ran when I was moving, started to give me like points in my mind. I would say the next time it popped up, the excuse popped up. And then the excuse excuse was, sorry, I can't listen to you. Right. Because I've already overcome this. I've already overcame yeah. that. And so from there, it just started to smooth out the mental aspect of the game. Right. And so uh, whether it's writing, real estate, prospecting, running, you just start to like encounter enough adversity, overcome the adversity enough times or sharp or steep enough adversities enough times to where those little tiny, that voice gets smaller and weaker and to the point where it almost disappears. And so excuse excuses for me are like, there are still days where I wake up and I'm like, all right, let's go do it. <laughs> but um, you know, and, but uh, I, I go through this process of uh, just, you know, beating down that voice and just my way of term of terminology and there are like specific moments I remember that I reflect on when I don't want to do it and the excuse of not doing it. That's what those things are. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it does get easier. Um, the voice does get smaller. And uh, yeah, you start to come up like the, the you essentially build up an arsenal of reasons why you can't give in to that, those sorts of excuses. Um, one thing I wish I would have known is the connection between that and and confidence greg you you have this which is your you learned this from your dad well from both your parents but probably you know a lot your dad just your word is your bond if you make like why would you make a commitment to yourself that you don't honor the same way you you know honor the commitments that you make to other people like the commitments you make to yourself are just as important and i i didn't realize like just how much of a role that plays just in your own sense of self, your self-image, your confidence, your stuff like that. Like once you make a commitment, even if you make a commitment to yourself, you honor it and you get over those excuses. Yeah, it's something that I have always held very true to myself. It's always been one of those things of like, if I can't keep a promise to myself, I can't expect anybody else to keep a promise to me. That's the way I roll. And something happened earlier this week in my personal life, and I made a grave error in a certain area. And I made a, it was a huge life lesson for myself. And I made an absolute life promise to myself that this action will never be taken again because I saw how it affected other people. And so for me, I mean, I know down to the core of who I am that I will keep that promise to myself because I know what the opposite is. And I think for Justin and for Gene and for Matt and everyone else, you have those things like Justin, you woke up one day and just said, F it, I'm going to start running. And then you started seeing success with it. Then you then you wanted to keep that promise to yourself because you saw the results that were taking place. And I think all of us have experienced that on some level. Is that not true? Gene, have you, what's the life lessons that you've learned when you, when you started keeping promises to yourself? You know, I, I, I realize how unhealthy I feel when I don't. So what I mean by that is like, we've had this conversation in other 
in other podcasts where it's like even just as, things as simple as I love the running thing, but just as simple as going to the gym. It's so easy for me. I, I suffer from this five times a day minimum. It's so easy for me to say, yeah, I'm supposed to go to the gym at five o'clock tonight, but my wife wants to go to dinner and I'd rather have a beer. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. when I, I, and I know every single time that when I yeah. do it an hour later, I feel. Yep. Gene, I'd, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that right now. Cause that's actually been a big part of my success. And I think that's kind of like the hidden psychological aspect behind success. I think a lot of people ignore um, I don't have this written down as a talking point, but I brought it up before. And when I've shared it with others, they're like, yeah, that's, that's actually really it. And so I think like the precursor to success isn't like, you know, the going to the gym, it's not lifting the weights. It's not even getting yourself into shoes or your car, which are actually key trigger points to get there. It is negotiation you have with yourself first. How important is this to me? And then being able to, I would say in a constructive way, say it, so other people can hear it because unless you're living by yourself with no friends, no family, no room, roommates, no relatives, and you're operating in a vacuum, at some point you're going to have to like interact in a, in a positive way with other people who also have agendas, who are also influenced by your actions. And I realized a lot of the people that I was in my earlier parts of this running, uh, the reasons why they weren't going, because they didn't know how to have that conversation with their partner or spouse to, and negotiate sounds like a, uh, 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 not the right word, and maybe it's not. I think in my relationship, we talk about having agreements, right? And so if you approach this from, hey, I'd like to have an agreement, this is what I want, this is what you want, and to do it in a non-threatening way, to hear the other person, then you can establish that space, that opportunity for yourself. Where you're, and this is one of the things I say on my little running show every day is seek your highest self and invite others because when you show up for yourself, you show up for others. Um, and the first person you have to be responsible to is to yourself so that way you're not in a state of regret or uh, begrudgingness towards someone else for something that you didn't say that was re- your responsibility to articulate. So if yeah. I – can I jump on that real quick? Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so it's interesting that you say that, and I love, I love the space you're coming from, and I, and I want to – I want to drive this because I'm I'm the marketing guy on this and we do a lot of social media. And in my world lately, social media has been a lot of negative, right? Anything you see online, people are trolling. But I think one of the things, if used properly, that social media is great for is sort of what you just said. So, for example, I decide I'm going to run every single day for 30 days and I post my success or failures online and two things happen. Like you said yeah. – People pick that up and go, dude, if you can do it, I can do it, number one. And number two is if your word really is your bond, you're lying publicly, right? So like when mm-hmm. I say to you, I'm going to do this, and, and then I put it out there, it's almost like my fan base slash friends have to hold me accountable for that. So all the negative things from social media, if you use it that way, I think it can be a positive yeah. strength in what you do. I, I wake up every morning now and I go for a run. And then I never put it out there in the way where I made any promises to anybody. I just started showing up for myself. And then somehow I started showing up for others. And then I started filming myself and doing these little live cast runs. And there are days where I don't want to. I want to just run. I don't want to show up for the world. I don't want to smile. I don't want to, like, be public. And that's probably the exact moment in time where I need to. And I realized yeah. right after I put the camera on my face, what am I going to say? Am I going to sound stupid? Do I look good? <laughs> All that stuff goes away. I say something positive for the day. I put it out there, and then the rest of my day changes always. Yep. 
So where mm-hmm. can we find that stuff? Like right now, if, if I want to go follow, right? So where can I yeah. see where you posting for the most part? Instagram? Uh, I do uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. So the lives have been happening on Facebook, but I do post on Instagram TV and I kind of switch it back and forth. And so if you were to go to justinzim.personal, that's a place where you can see a lot of just me showing up for myself and showing up for others and, um, you know, uh, kind of the other side of it is if you want to follow me on Facebook, um, yeah, you can go there and just type Justin Zim, Justin Zimmerman, the man, Zimmerman, Jay-Z, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Jay-Z, I love that. I love I got lucky. Of course. Of I look at, like, the name I got, Justin, popular name, a lot of, a lot of popular rich Justins out there, right? Uh, yeah. Jay-Z also, he's an admirable. So- I have. I'm sorry. I have one more. I'm really intrigued by this. I have one more. It's, yeah, when you say that you're showing up for other people, what yeah. does that look like in your world? Does that mean people are sending you private messages and you're changing people's lives by doing it? Like, what's that look like? Yeah, this this is beautiful. Thank you for asking. Um, so, at the heart of it is, I'm looking inside myself and saying, uh, there was a, there was a question I asked myself a long time ago. At this point, about almost 300 days ago. Uh, when I was, I hurt my back, I was laying on the floor, I couldn't move, I was 45 pounds heavier, and I'm like, I'm 37 years old. I, the image I had of myself was like of this other person, and when I really looked in the mirror, I started not really seeing those two things aligned. And so I made a commitment to, I got to take care of this now, I'm not going to get younger, it's not going to get easier. There's now or never, Justin, like, do you want to get old and have regrets? And so the question I ask myself is, what is the ultimate Justin Zimmerman or what does the ultimate you look like? And I put that out there for myself. I put that out for my others, uh, for my others, my, my girlfriend and my friends, people closest to me. And then I just started walking the walk, right, talking the talk, walking the walk, showing up for myself and really asking myself that question every day and doing some small daily bit of action that demonstrated that principle for myself. And so the more I did it, the more I saw results, the more people started talking to me about how they could do it themselves or they would send me messages. But, but ultimately, it really came down to me honoring, like, the, the beautiful gift I've been given by my parents of life, of happiness, born in America. You know, I'm not I'm, – I'm mostly genetically functional. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been <laughs> – no, I mean, I've been, given, I've been given some really, really, really great – advantages in this life and it, it was gnawing away at me at not maximizing and testing out what this body can do and so I started showing up for myself and I realized that I'm probably not alone that other people they get married they have kids they fall into jobs or circumstances bankruptcy market cycles right psychology name all the problems that happen in life and that you know for whatever reason I got a lot of love from my mom and when Gary V talks about his mom I feel exactly what he's talking about it's like my mom gave me so much unconditional love that like it was, I was squandering it by not using it and then sharing it back with others. And so the, the more <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror and said, how can I make this the best thing possible to honor my parents, all the things they've done for me, and then reflect back to others during my show, I say, you know, I, I show up here every day as a reflection back to you. When you hear the word, do it now, do it now, do it now, which is the mantra I use to get in my shoes, get out the door and overcome those excuses. I just try to show for myself and be a model for others because um, um, I have a stepson and, um, you know, my girlfriend and her son, I send him these messages and then he listens to them and he tells me what he thinks about. It. He's only eight years old. Um, and I just know the more I find the principles that are powering me and share them in a way that could help others, 
uh, that's me doing for me while also being a mirror for others. Well, I want to I want to piggyback. I want to go back, Gene, because I, I want to tie this into what Justin's talking about and and kind of give you kind of a practical thing on the exact example that you gave. So you have this choice, right? Uh, you want to work out. You feel like you should work out. It's part of your commitment to yourself, right? Yep. Um, one of the things I've been working with my coach on is, you know, what what is your definition of your best? So if you know, if you get up that morning and your definition of your best day for that day has to end with you working out before you can do your family time, uh, I think one thing that would help to keep in mind is when you get to that point where you have to choose, do I go out to dinner with my wife or do I work out and then have dinner with my wife? Like, yeah, it's like, well, what's what's the motivation that's going to get me over that excuse? And there was something that my business coach told me here a, a couple months ago that's been rattling around in my head ever since, and it might be helpful, which is that your best is not the absolute maximum that you could do in any one thing on that one particular day. Your best is sustainable, mm-hmm. right? So like, right. right, so when you show, like, imagine if you, you know, the more you skip out on the gym to have dinner with your wife and have a beer, you end up not actually being able to show up as your best, right? You may go out to dinner a half hour earlier, and that may make her feel good in the short term, but you know in the back of your mind you're betraying one of your own commitments. So do you really show up to that dinner with a clear conscience and ready and will like able to give you like, like give her your best self essentially? I would argue no. So then go then like Justin, you mentioned like the negotiation process. This is the tough part, right? When you're when you when you're super focused on your goals and you're super focused on doing your best and you have to like enlist other people's help and their agreement, that's a negotiation, right? We have to negotiate and say, look, I, I want to show up to dinner, you know, with you, but I want to show up with a clear conscience knowing that I did my best that day. And for today, my best means I've got to end with a workout. If I don't, I'm not going to show up my best for you because I'm going to feel guilty about going to have dinner with you and having a beer when I should be finishing up at the gym and we should be going out to dinner 45 minutes later. And sometimes that's all it takes is is that negotiation. The problem is, at least I've noticed it myself, when I notice myself using those excuses that like, hey, the other person wants me to do X, Y, and Z, so I need to put this thing on the shelf until tomorrow, I find myself using that as an excuse to let me off of my right. commitment yeah, now not of something i've committed absolutely to but something i've like i don't know maybe softly committed to and that's just and i had to do the same thing that you did like i had to do a streak every single day i have to work out because if i don't if i say my goal is to work out four times in a week then inevitably i would find myself postponing those until i had the rest of like i'd have three days left in the week and three days that had to all be worked right. out in order to qualify as four workouts in a week so I had to just set a st- something where I didn't, I couldn't get out of it. I had to do something that day. So it, it's, you know, Gene, like for, for your example of the workouts, I think we get into this a lot where we don't commit to it a hundred percent. We commit to it about 49% and we know we have an out, but then we still give ourselves all the guilt as if we had broken a real legit commitment, but it wasn't a real legit commitment. Cause if we actually made one, you'd be at the gym. Right. You'd take it. Right. Yeah. Right. So go, so going back to your, Going back to your question, would I be able to go to dinner with a clear conscience after that? And I think the answer is it depends on if the wine is good and the steak is medium. <laughs> That's the answer to that question. Because I, I really – I don't give myself too much guilt when I'm enjoying myself. No, but I, I – you know, well, Maybe I, you I, should. No, I know. I, and I think – but listen, I think that's also a – that's a trained um, 
that you know that's something that I think is a skill. You don't just wake up. And oh go, yeah. You know, if I don't run today, I'm going to feel like a fat piece of shit. Like you have to know all how it, that connects to everything else that you do, your health. Yeah. In my world, I, and I'm just talking about the gym piece of it. There's a million other things we could talk about, but my and you know and and honestly, I have an e- even easier way for myself. Why hold? Why wait until five o'clock to have to make that decision between the gym and and dinner when I should be getting my ass up to go at six thirty in the morning? Right. Exactly. That's very yeah. true. So there's a couple ways out of that for me, at least. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that Greg should call you when Greg gets up in the morning to go to the gym. Yeah, but that's noon you. my and time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the West Coast. That's noon my time. All right. Well, flip that around, Gene. When you get up at six and thirty in the morning and you go to I the gym, call you Greg. call you call Greg. Yeah, that's yes. that's right. That's why yeah. this let phone me, is put let, on let me, mute and vibrate. There. So this, that uh, <laughs> when you do call me, Gene, I will peacefully <laughs> sleep right past that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so uh, let, let me throw this out there. Um, kind of two things. One, we we train the people around us to treat us the way they treat us, right? And that starts That's with true. internally, how are we treating ourselves? And uh, a little bit of a sprinkling of a topic from my yesterday's run was self-love, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not talking about any sort of like, I know where your <laughs> mind's going, Greg. Stay away. Stay away from that. Self-love. I was still going to pounce on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, is the best relationship you can have and it's with yourself and it starts with having a quiet understanding of what your needs are right like what's going to make me happy what's going to make me sad do more of this do less of that and so when I combine that with um, I heard what's his name Dr. Joe Dispenza check his stuff out super interesting about met, like uh, he was on uh, the Ed Milet show and he called him the um like the best fusion of like physics psychology meets like you know spirituality no one does it better than this guy he's just really tackling it in a way that you know will blow your mind if you're into this stuff but something he said that reminded me of like yeah that's us that's all of us this is how you do it which is we send our dogs to obedience school sit stay roll over fetch behave but us, what about us? Our minds wander like crazy dogs in like a, a you know a puppy food store. And I realized that when you said 6:30, Gene, I, I want to wake up. The problem, the problem relying on Greg or somebody else is that's external to you. And the, the, and what it triggered for me was if I didn't set like like a dog's master training my mind to train my body, because eventually we all know if we go to bed at the same time every night, we wake up at the same time every night. We don't need an alarm clock. Right. If we run at the same time every day or, you know, you start to like train your body just to these things automatically. So then you don't even have to negotiate. It's pre-negotiated. Like there is no negotiation. It happens. Right. And then the more you show up for yourself, the more you train yourself, to show up for yourself, the more the world starts to bend around your perspective, your time, your frame. And all of a sudden, like you do your stuff, it happens. And then the rest of the day. Like I say, I have to give to myself before the rest of the world takes from me or I give to the rest of the world. So that way I don't have to think about it. Like if I don't run in the morning, I think about it all day. I'm like, I got to go run. Yeah. I got to go run. I'm be waiting. It takes up, it takes mental space up. And so I just know when I'm up at 536, boom, do this, 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 and this, go. And it's just, it becomes automatic. And so for me, it was like, this is just advice I would give for anybody is, um, you know, train yourself like you would a dog to sit and stay at the times you need to. So that way it just becomes automatic. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. Streaks and all that stuff, you know? 
Yeah, just the, the ability to not have to think about it because it's the thinking about it. It's the internal negotiation. Then you get the external negotiation with the people that are in your life because you didn't prep them for it, because you didn't commit absolutely to it. It's like everything, I'm telling you, I like just working with my coach and everything just starts with how strong and how serious is your own internal commitment to yourself and to your goals and the agreements that you make with yourself. Um, my coach told me to read the four agreements again. So I read back through it and like here about a month ago and just, yeah, it re-stirred up that, that part of um, to always be impeccable with your word and how that carries over into everything else. Like you can't show up and be your best for others, but you know, it's, it's hard to chase your goals if everyone else around you doesn't know what your goals are because you don't commit to them strong enough to negotiate with them the space that you need to chase them. And you can't, and then, and then use that as an excuse uh, to not be able to chase them. Yeah. So when you're so visible with your goals through your daily habits that you don't even need to explain them, people just know that's when you know you've done it. Mm. Interesting. I like it. Greg, what say you? You've been very quiet. I have. It's disturbing. My doesn't feel good. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Well, so I'm sitting here trying not to exit fluids from my body. <laughs> uh. Don't ruin the microphone. Well, yeah. I'd like I'd like a very deep and interesting and thoughtful comment right now. Please, please produce one out of your ass immediately. Oh my god! <laughs> I just did. Uh, it's called you. Um, but, <laughs> no, but it, what I used to do to keep promises to myself and stuff would be that I would sleep in my gym clothes, and so literally my my clothes would be warm, so I didn't have like the oh, I gotta put on cold clothes. And I gotta get get in, you know get on cold shoes. I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't wear my shoes to bed. I'm not a heathen. But I mean, I did. Uh, I wore everything else to bed, so I I just slide out of bed, put the shoes on, rub my eyes, you know, brush my teeth, and bam, out the door to the gym. Uh, and it, it set the pre expectation for myself that I was going to go do this. Like my mind was already in the gym when I was in bed because I was already wearing the clothes, and that really worked out really really well for me. Um, and the other things is like training for a Spartan race or or anything like that. My vision is not to be the fat kid running down the course. Like I want to perfect this and get as good as I can, so that when I'm there, I can show up as my best and put because I put the work in. It's the same thing when it comes to you know real estate or sales or anything else. Your 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 the training that you do for sales is the reading, the podcasts, you know, the networking, you know, the the getting around and practicing your scripts, you know, calling into Red X and, you know, running scripts with them before you get on the dialer to get your confidence up. That's the training for business mindset that we probably need yeah. to address as well. Um, you know, sit down every day and read 20 minutes, listen to 20 minutes, you know, do the, if you're in a, the average person has a 25 minute commute to work and then from work in that time frame, don't listen to Matt's, Matt's favorite band, Britney Spears. I mean, <laughs> listen to a, a good book <laughs> or a good podcast. It gets, how dare you? It gets, it gets the people going. <laughs> oh, you did it again. You better work, Matt. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, listen to right. a podcast. I mean, you really yeah. get the knowledge in your head. Seriously. Um, it, so many people don't do that. A lot of the, uh, well, I can't remember the stats on this, but it's, it's a staggeringly large amount of people, uh, like read like a half a book a year or something stupid. I mean, if you were just to pick, uh, a topic and listen to it 25 minutes to 25 minutes from work every single day in the span of, I think it's either one or three years, you'll have the equivalent of a PhD in that 
area of, of knowledge. So it could be sales, it could be athletics, it could be marketing, it could be whatever, but you could get a lot smarter. And I don't think people really realize that there's a small, like like you were saying, Justin, there's a small incremental things that you do every single day. It's a step-by-step step instead of, yeah. you know, one giant leap and all of a sudden I'm here. You know, it's a step-by-step step and all of a sudden you've, re- you've gone a race instead of just, you know, doing a sprint and, and then kind of failing out. And by the way, I realize exactly where you're sitting right now. And I sat in that exact chair. And <laughs> <laughs> the red ox off. All right, yeah. let's, uh, let's take a step back real, real quick. Um, uh, I am on, I'm on battery life actually. So, uh, I'm going to have to, uh, uh, make sure that we, the show doesn't run too long today. Um, I want to, I want to get to the smoothie recipe because first of all, it's just funny, but I also think it'll be useful because we got some, I'm yeah. sure we have some smoothie fans in the audience. Uh, yeah. Justin, how do people find out more about Red X? Like Greg briefly mentioned the dot, you know, being able to hop oh, yeah. on with somebody at your team to run through scripts. Tell us about that real quick. And then just how do people find more and get connected with you guys? Sure, sure. So uh, let me jump into that real quick. Is uh, we talked a lot about mindset and rhythms, routines, practices, habits. Um, mm-hmm. As uh, as one of the people here on the content team who voraciously reads through all the top prospectors' habits and all those things, that uh, Red X software, which provides leads for FISBOs, expires, geo leads, just listed, just sold. Pre-foreclosures will give you a nice little package to view all those things and manage them, disposition them, as well as the dialer. All those things work amazingly for those top prospectors, not because our software is awesome, although it is. It's because mm-hmm. they're awesome. I mean, they have, they're bringing that level of practice, that level of discipline, that level of training, that level of focus. And so one thing, one of my key, I think, jobs here at Red X is to help the market understand and get expectations for what it takes to be successful at prospecting and that I don't care if you go to any prospecting company, go, go, go look at our competitors, go buy their products, go try them, try us. Um, what's going to matter more than the service and the leads and the tools are going to be the mindset and discipline and practice that you bring to them because there is no magic bullets. Everybody wants them. I can tell you there aren't any, and all the people who've been successful have been successful because every day or almost every day they're putting miles down or they're picking up the phone or they're practicing, they're practicing their mental game. And um, time after time, day after day, just like Greg talked about, they've got something plugged into their ears that isn't Britney Spears. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good thing for humanity. All right. Uh, Greg, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you, and why should anyone in the world want to do that? Because I'm a level human being that cares for other people's well-beings, Johnson. So people should get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, punk. Yeah. Um, get a hold of me to talk about EXP, guys. Contact that next step in life. If you if you want to have uh, an office where you don't have to drive to every day, you can just walk to it, aka your house. Give me a call. You know, let's talk about this. It's you know, go to uh, bookmcdaniel.com. You'll book a 30-minute spice with me. We'll talk about uh, EXP. We'll talk about the tribe we're building, the people we're around, how we're going to help you grow, this, all the tools and everything that we're going to give you to help you grow your business. So go to bookmcdaniel.com or just call Matt Sell 402-331-1129, and you can talk to Matt all day, every day on on his own. That's it's really right. simple. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to put my feet up on the wall, curl the cord and around my finger, you know, like a teenage girl from the 90s. <laughs> All right. Um, Gene, what's the best way to reach out and connect with you? Um, just get out to GeneVolpe.com, and there's a little chat box that will pop up, and 
put your information in there so that you you and I can have a talk about your digital marketing. All right. Uh, and then for me, if you want to get featured on podcasts just like this fair one. So if you uh, if you are an expert in what you do, if you are especially business coach, consultant, salesperson, uh, agency owner, creative, somebody like Gene, for example, uh, if you have some sort of creative service to sell to smart people and you want to talk about it on podcasts and uh, use those to attract more clients, get them coming to you, go to howtogetfeatured.com. Uh, special training is there with a client of mine. We've talked all through that. She's been featured on everything from Entrepreneur on Fire to Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income to Social Media Examiner, all that fun stuff. We talk exactly about how to get on podcasts, how to crack your story hook, all that fun stuff. So check that out. Um, and then make sure if you want to uh, learn more about that, I've been doing a series of Facebook Lives on that every, virtually every day on Facebook. So track me down. Um, easiest way is just facebook.com slash pursuing results. That leads right to my profile. So you can follow me there and see the, uh, the content that I put out about that. Now, back to the smoothies, Jay-Z. Okay. Yeah. What is this? First of all, the smoothie obsession. You, I'm assuming this is, uh, I think this falls into the daily routine after the run, right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And then, all right, so I know this has gone through a bunch of iterations. Give us an idea before you just start reeling off ingredients. Uh, give us the purpose. What is the purpose of said smoothie? Purpose of said smoothie is there was a time where I didn't know how to eat right. And so I thought eating right was the word healthy on any box. I realized that I didn't know anything about food. So but it says snack well. It snack must well. mean it's good snacking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought snack well meant like, you know, it was good for me. Um, and so the purpose of the smoothie is two things. One, it's food and fuel that's easy to make. I can do it every day. Little minimal cleanup, simple ingredients, keeps me full from, tastes great, and uh, keeps me full through lunch, really. All right. So that's the purpose. What's What, what are the key ingredients? Avocados, avocados, avocados. Oh my God, so many avocados, guys. Seriously? <laughs> okay. So, well, that makes sense as why it fills you up. That like that's like super healthy fat. So, if you listen to people talk about like intermittent fasting or like skipping breakfast or anything like that, a lot of times they'll do as a substitute for breakfast. They'll use like healthy fats like avocado oil, coconut oil in their coffee, like stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's super super filling. So that makes sense. So avocados. What else? Yeah, we got avocados, MCT oil, which is a coconut oil. So just uh, adds a little bit of, um, if you follow the Bulletproof diet at all or Bulletproof coffee, uh, I pulled an ingredient out of uh, those guys' uh, list of things. Mm -hmm. um, I put in two nice big scoops of collagen protein powder. So I get my protein for the day. Yeah. Uh, I throw in, depending on the day, today is milkshake mode, right? So I got some variations I play with them. Milkshake mode day, uh, man, this is the best flavor, best one of all of them. Um, I use a quarter cup of heavy whipping cream. So if you're on the keto diet, then um, you'll know how exciting it is to have your little favorite taster of uh, heavy whipping cream. Uh, on non-whipping cream days, I will use a quarter cup of coconut fat, so the cans, right, the big cans with a lot of fat on the top, I'll scoop that off, then I'll poke a hole as if it was a coconut, and I'll drain all the water out of it as well. It's non-sweetened organic. Go to any store, uh, Whole Foods, 360 brand's a great one. Uh, they're like $2 a can, so I probably use one every two days. Uh, depending on your, your the type of nuts you like, Greg, please don't jump on that one. Um, I mean on these nuts? What are you talking about? Uh, you know, oh. I... You know, I, whenever I go to the store, I, I act really stupid sometimes with my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, honey, do you know where these nuts are? 
Can you point me in the direction of Dean's neck? I don't know. I have got to find my fun God. I'm gonna use well, I, well, I knew I knew the podcast was at some point going to de- degenerate, and and now now we know. At least it's at the end, and everybody. At least it's at the end, exactly. Um, so <laughs> depending on the type of uh, nuts you like, I either use pecans, <laughs> I use macadamias. Uh, stay away from walnuts; they just don't blend well. Uh, almonds, they're okay, um, but mainly those three. And if you really want to get super fancy, you can look up pili, P-I-L-I, pili nuts. They're like. The most exotic, highest fat, lowest carb, buttery. It's almost like they squish in your hand type nuts. They're crazy wow. delicious with Himalayan sea salt. You can find them on Amazon, even with subscribe and save. In fact, I do all my stuff is on subscribe and save. So I'm just like, you know, rhythms, routines, don't have to think, figure my stuff out. Most of my ingredients come. If not, uh, Instacart brings them too. Um, I take maybe uh, a quarter tablespoon tablespoon, quarter of a tablespoon of, um, I got a little eyedropper I put into a thing of vanilla. So vanilla extract, organic vanilla extract. Um, cacao nibs give us some chocolatey flavor without the sugar. So mm-hmm. that adds some crunch. Three big giant ice cubes. Uh, I mix all that together in today's, it's just like drinking a milkshake. And that's the beautiful thing about avocados is you can, you know, you're like, avocados, isn't that guacamole? Yeah. But they like take on the flavor of anything you mix it with. And uh, the last actually big ingredient is Swerve, which is a erythritol-based sweetener, so it doesn't impact your glycemic index. Uh, it's been a huge uh, – I love it. I use it on everything. And I think I use three tablespoons, sometimes four if I want to go super sweet, like I did today. Um, and, man, I mix that up, blend it up, drink it up every day, and I'm full from basically eight till one, even two. Probably about, I don't know, 1,100 or 1,200 calories. I make a little bit for my girlfriend. That's my little token of love every day. She loves it. And um, I got people who, you know, tell me if they could, if I could package it up and sell it, they would buy it. Uh, I don't know how to do that yet, but it's that good. Wow. A lot of avocado. I don't think I can handle quite that much, but, uh, yeah, it sounds good. I'd rather just skip breakfast and not eat until, like, noon. I'm doing you. today. I'm with you on that. Which is also why I'm cranky. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that sounds like a lot of work. Like, I respect it. But I'd rather skip, <laughs> just keep fasting, uh, and then not eat until uh, not eat until noon. Um, yeah, but it does serve a very very valuable function. Yep. And this is the, so this is like transitioning from running into the rest of your day, right? Like that's what Absolutely. kicks off, and it's like a mental yeah. trigger. As soon as I drink that, it's like part two of my day. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love. We we didn't get really into the structure of your day. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But I I love the yeah. fact that you are continually and continuously tinkering with the block of time that you've set aside for yourself in the morning and it's non-negotiable and you basically just keep on stacking habits in search of what gives you the best push and sustained energy throughout the rest of your day and i love that i just love the attitude of like constant experimentation and tinkering to find what works best for you because i think we 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 spend a lot of time like listening to podcasts and kind of picking up little things randomly here and there from from other people, but we wouldn't, we don't really like you, you tinker with it at a scientific level. And I mean that in the classic sense, like just yeah. the scientific method, you lay out a hypothesis. I think this might work. You test it for a while, you monitor the results. And if it works, you add that into your stack of habits. It's just a very smart, methodical way of looking at it. I, I, I'd love to put another spin on it. So it doesn't feel so clinical because I can be very <laughs> uh, operational with those who know me. The other, the, yep. the other really big part of it is like, I, I do something what I call reparenting. 
And so I love my parents. I said a lot of great things about them, but I think we all come from a space and place where we didn't get everything we wanted. And like, there's a part of me that is the parent and that parent needs to take care of all the health physiology and stuff. But the reason why I do all this is because it gives me a container of time to actually play. This is how I can play. This is how I can find cool things and tinker with them. And that block of time, which is why I would prescribe anybody to try to develop a, a rhythm and routine of at least 90 minutes a day where it's theirs, because like you might not have the opportunity to play at work. Things might not be fun when you're cleaning up diapers, right? But like if you've got this 90 minute block of time in your exercise to try new things, they're in your diet to make it the mix around a new ingredient. And you have like this uninterrupted, you know, you're not going to be distracted, right? That gives you a clear mental focus to say, I know I can play now for the next 90 days. Because when we went to school, they gave us a schedule. We're not in school anymore, right? And so it's up to us to come up with a curriculum to fill that time in a way. Because if we don't choose it, it will be chosen for us. And that was kind of, if I can wrap up one thing here, I, 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 I don't look at things as time management. I look at things as choice management. And with choice comes time, right? And so yep. in this blocker theme for 90 minutes, or for me, it's from 5.30 to about 10, uh, I am making, I've made a choice that this is my block of time for me. And then within that, I get to experiment or play with different choices in what order. So that way I can continuously keep that inner child alive. I can show up for myself. I can show up for others. I can get on the show. I can do my run. And uh, those who want to follow me, they can go to on Instagram. probably the best place, uh, justinzim.personal. Uh, if you want to learn more about Red X and all the things we do here, I forgot to mention that before. Go to theredx.com forward slash blog. You can hear all the things that we research, we write, we share, that build in a lot of the principles you hear today, plus the tactics specific to prospecting and building a sustainable business. Yep. Love it. All right, gentlemen. Shall we, uh, Gregory, shall we put a nice bow upon this episode? We shall. And uh, I need you to pick a color because, uh, well, I mean, that's how on. we do this show. The official Red X Red. Official. Well, I, I mean, so. I, I, was I don't know what the Pantone code is, but maybe maybe Justin can look that up. But official Red X Red on the, of the of the bow that we're tying around this episode today. All right. Official Red X Red. Official okay. Red Let's Red. put official Red X Red bow on this show. Uh, Justin, you are a legend among both men and Matt. So thank you for coming on and sharing everything. Um, <laughs> um, Gene, you yep. been. I liked your input today. Good job, buddy. Thanks, pal. Two thumbs up for you. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I love you to pieces. Matt cares for you somewhat. Uh, and we, we love the fact that you guys keep hanging out with us and keep sharing it. If this is something you think someone needs to know or here, please share this. And then do a hashtag shout out for Justin and Red X because of all the great stuff that they're bringing. But until next time, peace out, ninjas. We're gone. <laughs>